Hey everyone, we are the three princes and we go around looking for things to penetrate deeply. Hey, intellectual. <laughs> uh, welcome to our show. <laughs> it's going to be one of those days. Oh, fuck this shit. <laughs> You actually picked budgeting as a, like a opening episode. I don't uh, know what the fuck you're thinking of, but okay. <laughs> you picked budgeting. I did not pick budgeting. <laughs> Where did this budgeting come from? I, I, I did he not. He said, let's do budgeting. Budgeting is the last thing I want to talk about. Guys, guys, someone should on this and record this. This would be a really good opening. Yeah, yeah, fuck. Yeah, I it's already recorded. It's not. It's not. Record it. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Has slit fucked you up already? God <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, no, no, no. Look, you can't fuck up as much as I fuck up. <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> or me. You think. can't fly a person down <laughs> and not record half of it. No, that was me. Huh? That was me. Uh, it's okay. It's, it's, Nobody it's still... flew a person down. No, I mean, he flew and he's leaving the next day, right? So it's clearly the <laughs> most fucked up thing you can possibly do. How did you manage to do that? You were here. Me we didn't record the first ah, 45 yeah, minutes of Indian. Yeah. <laughs> Indian. Yeah. Recorded for like 45 minutes into the podcast. Yeah. We really brought it up every second minute. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did that podcast go? Is it like are we, are we recording? Yeah, yeah, we are. Oh, but no, sorry, we keep going. So yeah. how was it? It was. It's not as interesting as others. Yeah. Jamie, uh, you're Jamie from now on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I retire. Now it's you. Yeah. She's passed the mantle. Okay, now yeah, I, 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 I really need to know, I really need to know how the, who the fuck picked budgeting as a starting... Look, man, I'm uh, throwing this entirely on you. We had a phone call. Okay, in the phone call you said, when I said, no, you called me about all that. And I'm like, oh, by the way, we need to record an episode. And you were like, okay, can you come day after on Wednesday? I'm on leave after that. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, what are you going to speak about? And I'm like, well, we can speak about just random shit. We'll sit down and talk about it. He said, do you want to try budgeting? And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I said that. Yeah. <laughs> budgeting is probably one of the most boring things to talk about in marketing, but it's one of the most critical things to talk about. Yeah. But it's... It's deep. It, I mean, I mean it's very we did this matrix, right? Yeah. If it's hyper learning or if it's... The other component that I don't want to mention. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> so we did this matrix, right? Yeah. On When we went on the little escapade to... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. matrix of learning versus fame. Mm. If it was either learning and fame or just learning, mm. then we would do it. No, this is just yeah. learning. This is just learning. So yeah. we're doing it. Yeah. So we're doing this again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. Welcome I to a season two. <laughs> I am, uh, I just started going, like I started my leave period for the year and uh, it, it was a horrible day to start with. I, I got a full blast of the Sri Lankan government. <laughs> uh, yes, I went to RMV and that is a shit ass place. It's horrible. Uh, that, is a, that is the epitome of not using budgets <laughs> to its full effect. And that, that's just, that's inefficiency personified in its full uh, full full yeah that's that's the definition of I can't cut seem to cut away the dead weight like what's going on here it, it, I, I mean if you that, really that, that entire place is dead weight <laughs> it's, it's not as simple as that right because the government is one of the largest employers in Sri Lanka and if you cut 
that many people out mm. and salaries out out of nowhere our economy is going to have like skyrocketing unemployment uh, people who can't reskill fast enough because these people are used to the public sector right how are they ever going to find a job in the private sector Where pay them pay them and tell them to stay at home it will lessen corruption Oh, and man. make people that, do whatever the fuck they want to do. <laughs> There'll be riots all over the land. Moon nikang in the la kanawa. No, no. Right. Yeah, transition. Anyway. anyway, back to budgets, yeah. right? So I we're going to be talking about a relatively boring subject today. Um, to start But it's off, crucial. Our, it's absolutely crucial. To start off so, our season two, yeah. this is I think uh, is something that I don't think we spoke about at all in the previous season, right? No. So, but it's it's so fundamental to everything. I mean, money runs the world, yep. and thus money runs marketing. And the more money you make, the more money you can put into marketing as well. Correct. So, uh, let's look at it from from the perspective of marketing. Budgeting is very critical to uh, business because uh, you we so the 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 common misnomer the the the, the common belief is that budgets are what is given to a marketer. Okay. Or, or a brand manager, and the brand manager spends it. That's okay. the, that's the, in unevolved companies, that mm. is the basic thing. The marketing guys they are to spend money mm-hmm. to make ads. Mm. So they they take the money, spend, make ads, and put the ads out, and hopefully things come back. Right. In any evolved company. Uh, in in a company that is marketing centric uh, brand managers are business managers so they are responsible for the money that they make and the 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 bottom line that they make out of it so if you spend too much that means his their bottom line is not made and we'll get get into that detail and nitty gritty later uh, what you need to try and understand is that budgeting is probably one of the most critical skills uh, a good brand manager will learn and probably one of and i know this because i was i was not great at budgeting but i had to learn that skill and i i applied that skill uh and i i've seen brand managers that are, that are really good with budgets and budgeting is all about detail and granularity mm-hmm. in one aspect and strategic thinking on the other aspect and we yeah. will get into those two elements as we go along so a small anecdote while we're going along this uh, so i had a really nice run in with budgeting over the last uh, week or so mm. so this i'm i'm getting married in february uh, and i have to move out right so this means uh, <laughs> you're fucked <laughs> yes <laughs> but also <laughs> Just taught that, me budgeting mm, because that just comes from the arm married part. <laughs> <laughs> This is even related to the house, right? <laughs> This moving out business uh, got really complicated really fast because you realize very quickly that you don't have money to do all the things that you really you want to do. do. Yeah. So we had a very tight budget and a house to renovate that we needed to move out to. Yeah. And uh, that was the moment that you realize you really need to make you need to stretch your money as far as you can. Correct. So the approach I took to it was. to look at what can you not live without and prioritize it in ascending order descending order ascending order basically the things prioritize it prioritize it yeah from most important to least important yeah. and only once we did that did we realize oh we really don't need a what 55 inch television that's 
not necessary. Correct. No Correct. one's dying because Correct. that's not there. Hmm. And the second you take that out, you're like, oh shit, maybe we can completely upgrade the bathroom because now there is no TV that's bogging the entire budget down. Yeah. So you prioritize exactly and genuinely like uh, if you guys are into, if you guys at any point are upgrading your houses, pay attention to your bathroom. You're going to be spending a lot of time there and after you're done there, go to the bedroom. <laughs> Most so, people spend a lot of their lives there. <laughs> so anecdotally, let's look at it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are, you're looking at what has to get done to manage or survive. Yeah. Budgeting is not that. Mm-hmm. Good budgeting is what do you spend to grow? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So the argument that we all, my fiance and I would always have is, is it really necessary? And necessary is defined by the two stakeholders over there, right? So what one was functionality and the other one was aesthetic. So it came to a point where we had to argue about, do you want to live in a pretty house that doesn't really let you live? Or do you want to live in a house that looks like shit, but has all the technology you can possibly need? And then finding the middle ground between having to balance all of these different, different things. Uh, I would go further. Mm-hmm. So when I say it's, 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 uh, it's, it's not only what you spend on, like what you're, you're yeah. talking about, what is being spent on. Yeah. What you realize when you go along is that, okay, fine. What percentage of the, is, is it that I'm saving and what, what percentage of that am, am I investing? All right. Okay. Uh, what will make that, you said, how far can a budget go? Yeah. But how far can a budget go? Not only to make me survive, but how far can a budget go to make me grow? Right, how can okay. I build this house so that because I built this house, I can build another house? Correct. So you need right, to okay. don't, don't don't look at it from the perspective of I need to spend to stay awake, stay 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 stable, or just survive. But how can I use it to manipulate it in a way that that makes me grow? Mm-hmm. Okay. So a thing you can look into then is to rent out one of the rooms mm-hmm. so that the income from that helps supply either your electricity. Now you need to spend money on that. Yeah. Income. Yeah. Correct. So now you need to spend money on that room. You need to get a bed for that room and you need to maintain it. You need to put a TV in there. Rather than putting a TV in the hall, maybe you can yeah. put a TV in there. So that is that is essentially the... I, I think that's a great anecdote mm. for what business budgeting is as, as well. Okay, uh, So budgeting, the way we look at it, we look at it in like two different angles. One is there's a granular budget and there's a top-down budget. So there's we look at it in two ways, up and from, from the... Top, bottom up and top, top down. down. Yeah. Top down and bottom up. Right? Um, at a very company level, we, which is the strategic level that we do, um, and, and I'll, I'll take you through our process when it comes to budgeting. Um, strategically, what we do is we, we set ourselves a goal. So every year, somebody gives us a target or we decide or not. Actually, not somebody gives us a target and that's a very wrong thing to say. We give ourselves targets to grow. Okay. We say. And how do you come, how do you decide what a good target um, is? Um, so like, for example, we, we have simple formulas. We say like population growth plus GDP growth plus inflation mm. uh, plus a percentage. Because if you, if you grow at population growth, GDP plus inflation, you're stagnant. You will, you're, you're stagnant. You are, you're not growing ahead of the market. Yeah. The objective is always to grow ahead of increase the market. Increase penetration. Yeah, increase penetration. Go, grow ahead of the market. So it's not penetration per se. Penetration mm. is a 
how the, the re- yeah. how you result do it is penetration yeah, yeah. the method method not right, result right. yeah yeah how you do it is penetration but the objective is to always grow ahead of the market why that is the case is almost all our companies are publicly listed okay our capitalization or market standing is built on how much return i can give hmm. how much return i can give is built on which stock the stock uh, the the the, sh- the the buyer buys hmm. so if you have two companies if you have a company b company and c company if a company is giving me a better dividend mm-hmm. or if b company is giving me better growth versus a c company that is giving me mediocre dividend mediocre growth i will either choose between a company or b company which is better dividend that more depends growth, on your because more growth risk. yeah general understanding is more growth will lead to greater profit later on in life hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so you can be a investor that says i i need more profit now that is dependent on your portfolio right now yeah it depends on your affinity to risk yeah, yeah. right now yeah alternatively i can say no i can take a hit on my dividend or i can take a hit on my uh, this thing because i i i know the share price on this because these guys are growing mm-hmm. share price on this is going to go up and later on i can sell it and i can make more money mm. so that is the kind of equation that we have so that is the at the highest level mm. in the corporate world at the, at the at the highest level that's that's the first thing that we do and mind you we say that is that 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 to on a corporate structure that that applies to even countries mm. countries build infrastructure bases that same principle yeah but yeah the country is stopped it you want to double check that i i don't want to risk it <laughs> sorry guys because we need to make sure that we don't have uh, yeah okay don't <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> be careful like be extra careful yeah. um so that's jamie by the way <laughs> uh, <laughs> so even countries choose what to invest in and what what not, uh, what not to invest in mm-hmm. what will give us more dividend over a long period of time what countries even countries so like the countries same... and dividend to yeah, bonds so... oh yeah okay no 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 not bonds, bonds don't work no okay, yeah. it, it's it's about if i put money into education i will get right, dividend right, when right, years okay. down the line sure, sure, sure. if i put it into roads i will get investors into country mm. if i put it into tax rebates for new companies are getting right now mm-hmm. so don't look at budgeting as this very narrow subject it's not a narrow subject it's it's very so all budgeting is investment so don't don't look at budgeting as a as this as what i can spend if you ever have a budget you are an investor right okay So wait, can we take this conceptually to another level? Does that also mean that budgeting includes time budgeting as well in this? Yeah, that's a thing that is time is a very pivotal part in all things, right? Mm-hmm. In business it's pivotal because you can choose to have cash today mm-hmm. or return tomorrow. Like you you can you can choose Right, right. Yeah. High time is a very you. time uh, in everything that I will say from this point, time is is probably one of the most critical factors you can you can get growth this year mm-hmm. or you can set up business in a way or you can invest in a way that you get growth 5 years down the line mm-hmm. 
so time is a very critical like a holding point for almost everything right um so first thing about budgeting it's not about spending money it's about investing it's about investing in the right place at the right in the right levels that you get optimal return for mm-hmm. that's right and you can choose what the return is you want profit not you want growth that's another mm-hmm. you want okay i'm going to ask a very today. grassroots question here but what is the difference between growth and profit you can get growth without profit okay so there's growth profit and cash yeah you can get growth i will make my company grow i'll put all like for example so amazon keeps on pumping money into the market system. share market yeah. share versus uh, like revenue to uh, cost hmm amazon pump money pump money pump money pump money in no profit mm. amazon still has not broken even it is not returning any money to anyone mm. yeah amazon I'm amazon sure. is i'm yeah, sure i'm sure that's over no no amazon <laughs> over most of these companies like even i think if i'm not mistaken amazon still hasn't broken even okay so it's 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 growth today for a pipe dream of profit tomorrow right i'm i'm actually picking this out of a vp's uh, speech that was made but the idea is growth today for profit tomorrow mm. well let's have discussion especially blue chips that you operate mm. profit today steady growth mm. consistent growth mm. alternatively profit today don't want growth I, i'll give you three companies that work like this amazon is pipe dream tomorrow mm. pipe dream of profit because you are growing at such a staggering pace everyone they're, they're making they're making profits now they're making profits so yeah. like we took what then 20 but, years but they made more profits than they had made in the entire this thing in fraction of a second mm. like the second they did yeah. imagine the investor that put money 20 years ago 14 14 14 years ago 15 years ago 14 years ago into amazon he was not seeing profit in the system mm. but he was seeing growth right mm-hmm. so he put money into that companies like unilever steady unilever nestle's proper blue chip businesses which are steady your money you are just like putting money into a bank right the return is slightly higher it's not too much it's not a lot mm. return is slightly higher about 2% 3% higher than your average bank mm-hmm. return but you will happen, happen to it yeah, yeah you are getting it <laughs> so let's and the third one is cash person so the third one is the third one is the third part of it is cash or uh, basically it's not over leverage so that there's no risk of this company going bankrupt at some point or the other okay so in much the same way you invest business people invest in businesses marketers uses uses so it's an investment fund Hmm. I use my investment fund to pump money into my mix. Right. The elements of the mix I choose. Hmm. So that's Just my like choose. That's my skill set. That's that's the skill set. Right. right. So budgeting is not a Excel sheet of I am going to spend on this. I am going to spend on this. Hmm. I am going to spend on this. No. Hmm. It's it's a far greater exercise and that's why i so i come back to the point where i saying there's a top top down view about it and bottom bottom up view about mm. it 
So I'll tell you how we do it so that you understand, so I can take you through the process. First, there is a target. So we say we need to grow at X percent. Okay. How do you grow at this X percent? Generally, we have a portfolio of brands that we operate with. Okay. Uh, and that portfolio of brands have high growth brands, mm -hmm. high profit brands, mediocre growth brands, low growth brands. Low growth brands that are very large contributing to your turnover. So mm -hmm. if you don't fund them, they will crash. And when they crash, everything, everything, not follows, everything, yeah. no, not everything will follow because the crash is too much. The, the, the business will not grow. Mm -hmm. Like everyone else will grow, but this one massive brand is not growing. That means everything will get dragged down. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and the growth will get like negated. The growth of other brands that are doing well will get negated. So you can't not spend on those. Yeah, right. So the, it's this like gentle balancing act that you do. So first thing we do is we get growth. We look at our portfolios and we say, on this brand, I will spend this amount of money. On this brand, I will spend this amount of money hmm. on this brand. So how you do it is, in general, you say uh, the most common, the easiest way to do it is, we say, what is the percentage of turnover that you apply to a uh, to that brand? Okay. So some brands have ten percent of your turnover allocated as a spendable budget, ten to fifteen percent allocated as a okay. spendable budget. Some brands have forty to fifty percent. So fifty percent of its turnover is being spent on. Hmm. So for example. If you take a newly launched brand, we roughly spend our entire turnover on as a budget. Mm -hmm. Okay. If it's an old established brand, we spend anywhere between five to fifteen percent on that because we don't have to spend that money because the the structure has been built over time. The memory structures are there. Mm. People already use it. You don't need to. It's the advantage of having a having, brand. Having a brand. That's yeah. that's one advantage of having a brand actually. Yeah. So what we do is we set down on brands and we say, if I spend on this brand, I will get this amount of growth. If I spend on this brand, I will get this amount. So I do a, you do a calculation on this. And it's a very gentle balancing act. Hmm. So, so how do you perform this calculation? Like what are the main metrics you use? So you, you take a PNL, mm -hmm. you take a profit and loss account. Mm -hmm. uh, you put down, you do a simulation. You, okay. do, you put it down and you do a simulation. If I grow at this rate with this gross margin and this spending level, or media spend, like BMI, or that's wrong word. Uh, advertising spending level, mm. I will get this profit. Right. Okay. Because you remember, you have to deliver both top line growth and bottom yeah, line growth. Yeah. yeah. So it's both ways. So you do it for multiple brands. So sometimes you, in, on brands that you want to bet on and you want to grow, you spend more money. Mm. Uh -huh. You are sure of them growing. The mix is right. Everything, all it needs is injection of money. I will put injection of money and I will make it grow. Uh -huh. Brands that are not growing, I need to take money away from them and I will want to pump back money into the brands the that are growing. performing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you, but if I take too much money out from the brands that are not performing, those brands that are not performing capitulate much faster. Mm. So basically all the growth track. that I'm getting on the other side will 
belongs. Settle out sure. basically. Yeah. So you need to do this balancing. So mm. that's the first thing that we do. We we set ourselves uh, spendable like uh, percentage of sort of turnover that we can. So we set ourselves a growth target, and then we said, in order to achieve this growth target, this is the kind of investment that has to go into these brands. Mm. Step up. Mm-hmm. And this is a live thing. This happens like this happens definitely at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. This percentage mix and all that, we shift around as if, like every quarter or something like that. We shift it around, put more money in one place, reduce money on another place. Because some brands are, so if say, if a brand is declining, that percentage of spend goes up because. It's a percentage of turnover. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When okay, the, that makes sense. When the, when the turnover goes down, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. the spendable mm-hmm. percentage goes up. Right. So when that happens, you have to reduce it from that. Line. So you need to play this balancing act across the board of this portfolio. So that's how you declare budget. So how, it, how you set the budget. Then an average, like then, then a brand manager picks it up. And brand manager does the same thing but not with a portfolio of brands, but with a mix. They right. say, what element of the mix, if I support, will I get more return? Right. If I okay. support media, if I put more money on media, I will get this amount of money. I'll get this kind of return. I'll get this kind of growth. If I put it into sampling, I will get this kind of growth. Activation, X. Um, what else? Those are the traditional ones uh, on budgeting. Uh, if I There's process take, and packaging. So if I put money into packing, no, so Packs, okay, yeah. so that's the other thing. This is this is a difficult one to explain. So you can take a budget and put it into traditional things. Budgets are generally spent on advertising and promotions. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because penetration. You can always reduce your budget spent on advertising and promotions and improve your product. Hmm. Quality of product can be improved, but reduce your advertising spend because your gross margin remains. And that is not gross for margin. Yeah. That is not for growth now. It's for growth in the future, more or less. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, even for growth now, for example. Okay. So let me explain this. I have a brand hmm. that is... So generic brand. Say I have 10% AMP, advertising promotion spendable capability mm. on this brand. Say it's a billion rupee brand and I have 10%. Right? I have over time realized that no matter how much money I put into media, it makes no sense because it it's still decline. Yeah. It's not growing over time because something else in the mix is wrong. Mm. So instead of me putting money into media, that 10% into media, I cut it in half. I make it 5%. Then I have saving that I get. I put, I, I say, I will take that 5% and I will make a correction in my product. Mm. I will improve the quality of my product so that all that money that I take away gets utilized in the product. If the problem is in the product, I solve the product problem. Hmm. Not, not spend more money on India. So, 
uh, one thing I always yeah, tell there's no point selling more shit. No, there's no point spending <laughs> more money on media. Yeah, yeah there's no point money yeah, spending yeah, money yeah. on media if people are not buying the damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can spend all the money in, if your product is shit. You no matter how much advertising you do, people just will not simply will not buy so things. So, would you say that R and D to improve the product over there is a marketing expense? Then? It is. It don't look at R and D to improve the product. It's what you spend on the product. Like for example, the net quality of the product has to improve. The it's not the what what you spend on improving the product. Mm-hmm. It's the actual real quality of the product has to improve. I don't understand. Okay. Like I need a more tangible. Okay, because fine. I think what, what you think of R&D is, is anything that comes out of R&D automatically makes a product better. Not particularly, but the process of research and development is to improve something. Okay. Right? It's either a process. If you, if you sell a service more mm. or less, it's your processes. Right. And if you are doing R&D to improve your process, then yeah, you're basically improving your product there. So R&D, so don't look at this. So it's, it's different parts of the PNL. Okay. So R&D is uh, like goes way down. It's, it's a, it's what you call a, um, uh, like R&D is people, no? R&D, R&D is people, people and resources. Yeah. R&D is research facilities, people. P, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's so in a PNL, in, in a profit and loss account, R&D sits at the very end. Hmm. It's after your... Which is my... What, what, what no, my so question like when, So, okay. So, the difference. The question yeah. you are... I understand the question you are asking. When I say I need to improve the product, it's not spend money on R&D to improve the product. It is to improve the product itself. So, I spend... Like, if, if a product costs me... If one pack of one bar of soap cost me 10 rupees mm-hmm. okay i reduce five percent of my amp budget mm-hmm. and i spend 12 rupees on him to make the same soap uh, bar of soap the bar of soap itself quality increase improve the quality of the raw materials that you're correct, purchasing correct. So, right okay okay, okay improve okay. the quality of the raw material improve the quality of the process improve the, basically the raw material right what you do on the bar of soap and that comes from a viewing of what the client requires from a bar of soap. Correct. When the, the, the so if, if there is if there's no point of the amount of money you put into R&D itself, unless the value to the client has increased. Yeah. So mm-hmm. R&D, R&D is a cost. Huh? Yeah. R&D is a cost, but in, in so our, uh, what in, I can understand from over here is improving the product is basically working with your supply chain counterpart and saying, yo, but get better stuff. This is crap. Like what yeah. you delivered over here. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And to do that, he's like, no, I can't do it for free. You know, this shit costs money. And yeah. you're like, okay, here's like 50 million, like deal with this problem mm. and make it go away. Cause Correct. this is mm. getting into a bottom yeah. line. Correct. Yeah. At, at a very basic level, yeah. that's exactly <laughs> what, 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 what happens. Okay. Because in order for me to give a better product, mm. I need to spend money on that product. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, I, I I, fail to see how that works in services, but... Uh, maybe your service is outdated. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe updating it in some ways. No, or maybe no, you're no, delivering no, it No, no, even on services. Yeah. Applies the same principle. If your service... Del- if, if your problem is the service delivery, it's like, for example, you have a... Take RMV that I went to today. <laughs> if so you, just if you spend more right? money on de- <laughs> increasing these people's skills and efficiency or increasing more number of people, 
take that as a mm-hmm. bucket the service delivery will increase the, uh, the the group that there will be more profit rmi is rmi is bad very no actually it's a perfect example because you can spend more money on training them on customer delivery right which is definitely improving the product product yeah you don't have to like so like that's more people aren't going to come because that's not the nature of that's that not service. that's not nature no but that is yeah. not how a dmv works yeah, but exactly. i mean if you take it in terms of the quality of the product and improving it which is the point yeah, over here yeah like, that makes sense just yeah. to go home without want to throw so, yeah. you're going with so now you see the distinction between the two yeah i am not spending money on marketing first i'm sorry not marketing i'm not spending money on communication hmm i am taking money from communication and putting it into the product yeah because yeah. there's no point communicating a bad product basically exactly so that is the complication of communication so right you that's should a never see that's you a should you should never see a budget mm. you should never see a budget as the thing that you spend it is a line in your profit and loss, loss account it basically so, sounds to me like that budgets are a prioritization matrix correct it is in you basically vote with your spot money on. on what's more important spot on yeah. that's exactly what it's a prioritization yeah you prioritize what see the mix sits across the pnl right mm-hmm. okay this is a okay as a concept you have a profit and loss account so how a profit and loss account works is you have selling price cost of sale and you get turn selling price minus cost of sale is turn then you have the cost of manufacturing that good hmm. yeah cost of manufacturing that good minus that cost of manufacturing good good comes to your first ratio which is gross prof, uh, gross profit sure or yeah. gross margin yeah minus advertising spend so gross profit minus advertising spend gets your second ratio mm-hmm. which is what we call profit before overheads uh, but yeah ice yeah which is what we call profit before overheads sure yeah minus that is your people cost okay yeah which comes to the operating margin mm. this is absolute margin it is ebitda or earnings before interest and tax mm. in in normal colloquial language mm. it's ebitda mm. then you have taxation interest on financials that you do then you get absolute profit hmm. so that's very at a very basic level what the what the hierarchy of a pnl is and your mix sits across this pnl hmm yeah quality of the product sits in the manufacturing process quality of advertising sits in uh, advertising sits in the pdo line or profit before overheads line so the mix sits parallel to the uh not parallel the mix sits across the it sort of PNL. envelops the whole pnl correct no? yeah the pnl is the reflection of the mix yeah yeah the quality of the P- i i remember i always say that if you look at profit and loss account is a dna of a great marketing mix mm. the quality of the marketing mix can be defi- deciphered through a pnl yeah think of it like it's dna it's it's the the underlying premise mm. of a of a good brand yeah so 
so budgeting is not necessarily what you call a what you get to spend it's what you need to do and therefore i need this amount of money to do it hmm. so that's the top down approach that's say, okay fine this is what i need to get done i if i need to improve product i need to reduce advertising and then i need to improve product if i want to improve packaging i need to reduce this and i want if i want to give a discount pack at a cheaper rate then i have to reduce my advertising spend and i have to give the discount pack <laughs> if i want to increase physical reach if i want to get more outlets i need to go to more outlets and i need to uh, give a better trade margin so across the board it sounds to me like a, a a budget is the investment you need for the value you want to create and the budget doesn't necessarily sit as a budget hmm. budget is what you can spend hmm okay across the district right it is the difference between what you earn and what you eventually get as profit that entire gamut is your budget hmm. it's not just the spendable line hmm. it's not only the marketing budget the marketing budget spreads across the entire pnl hmm. <laughs> that's the conceptual thing difference that most marketers marketers will always grapple with mm-hmm. i i always tell my brand so, manager so uh, how much finance knowledge does a marketer realistically need to have because this i Quite i, I <laughs> always assumed that Quite this function that you're talking about is something that finance should be sitting down and telling people finance there's a huge task in this past mm-hmm. but this is a marketing you, you are the task. you are the business owner no? right okay they can advise you but it's your decision it's always your decision like for example how much i want i am in 10000 outlets i want to get to 20000 outlets i i can't get to 20000 outlets because the traders in those 20000 outlets are not buying me because the margin is too low the trade margin what they are getting out of it is too low so i have to increase it hmm. that is that becomes my decision it's not finance it's my finance decision. can only tell you that this is evident like this these people evident. are not buying there are many me- mechanics and techniques for us yeah. to do it like the Like so, evolved companies will always have business managers. Like even the finance guy knows marketing, hmm. the R and D guy knows marketing. Now knows business. Everyone knows yeah. everyone else's job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At 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 least a basic level. Mm. So yeah. I I'm I'm starting to grasp a really good idea of it, and then it just occurred to me that uh, so. Initially, when we started this episode, we were joking around, saying, "So, how do you do marketing on a zero budget, right?" Yeah. But then I realized that uh, that's actually really silly, no. No, like you are ex- excessively, like exceptionally good at this, because if you realize, like, okay, so at his level, he has a billion rupees to play with, right? Yeah. But as a let's say, like your ragtag team of people who are getting together to try and build a new idea, you might not have the capital, but you have something else you can invest. because it's a game it's of investment time. of them it's time yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah how has your experience like i remember during our pa days you yeah. the, the last 6 months stretch right that was a utter clusterfuck <laughs> but uh, moving on to now yeah. which is an entire uh, puppet animations okay. the previous company uh the 
the landscape right now on how we are handling the nessius and its marketing because obviously our budgets are nowhere close to what he's talking about we actually don't spend jack shit on our marketing we spent a total of 16 dollars in the last year yeah is your service organization time is a valued cu- Value it is the commodity yeah. yeah it's it's the commodity yeah. and not just that because we don't have the capital right but that but even with even the capital even if we wanted to put money behind it we can't yeah no but <laughs> you 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 are putting you are disproportionately investing through time yes we are yeah so yeah. that's the thing like so for example time competency skill development and all that yeah. is still is still budgeting it is still budgeting okay. in a sense what, and so the, the question the question over here is what do you think has been working like in terms of so you are essentially doing what everyone wants to do which is zero budget marketing but now we know that a zero budget marketing just means that you're not spending money but you have to spend something no there is a works, now yeah. when you look at it that way mm-hmm. i i have a budget of 24 hours a day Yeah, and you. How do you divide that up? But for a service organization, that's the way you should look at it. Yeah, I have a budget of twenty four hours a day. I have to take five to six hours out of that just to sleep, so that I can do function. The, yeah, yeah, do the next day. Mm. Uh, Fucking amateur. <laughs> <laughs> I so at the end of PA, I was doing twenty two hours a day. Yeah, that was the the run that we were going. Yeah, on, yeah. So, but how are you managing it now? Like, what do you, how do you prioritize what? how you should be marketing with your time okay now. so i look at it from my customers point of view mm-hmm. if my customers need i have to meet my customers during business hours yeah it like i can't change that so between 9 and 5 i put all my meetings together right and any production work that i have to do i do after 5 or if i have space between the meetings that i have from 9 to 5 then i feel that with production work. Yeah. Okay. That explains your laptop and having to work on the go, yeah. so that you can stop somewhere in the middle and then just like fill the time. Or in the not stop somewhere in the middle, just work when I'm traveling. While you're traveling. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that too was a budget ex- budgetary expense. Mm. So, so when we invested in that laptop, what we were essentially doing you are is releasing time. Yeah. Yeah. Which is your, it's an element of your budget. Yeah. So applies for service industries, applies for FMCG industries. in much the same way mm. so uh, the, the 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 release that people have like especially young marketers uh, will always say my budget is not big enough my yeah there is honest problems because companies don't trust marketers with marketers budgets, yeah. with budgets right i mean they don't it's, it's young not people with budget yeah. you should not trust young people with money because young people with money are dumb and, i am offended <laughs> and not just that like uh, most marketers don't have control of the whole mix that's why evolve companies end up giving that responsibility at both ends hmm. growth plus profit right to the 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 marketing team that again is the reason that they end up getting paid more and you like you need competent people to manage the the dynamics but good marketing companies have the entire functional base supporting all of them know what they are each other is doing so you don't i mean you come and talk to a finance guy at you, like say a unilever they're fairly proficient in their marketing right you come and talk to a supply chain guy in market uh, at unilever they understand business really 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 deeply and honestly well everyone knows they have their functional proficiency which is which is a speciality but they understand how it applies to the pnl across the board 
right and okay. and when 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 a person like for example supply chain guy comes and says tells me i can reduce this amount of money i can reduce the cost of this by doing this r&d guy comes and tells me i will i will reduce this and i'll give you more profit he understands my mix mm. he understands if i fuck around with my product mm, mm, mm. i will not get customers mm. so that that balance so marketing necessarily doesn't because this this budgeting exercise is not necessarily what you call a marketer's budget it's not an individual's yeah, spendable value to me after, so i read this paper like two or three days ago it's about the economic in, impact of design mm. the thing called a design ladder you have companies that have non design you have companies that have design in styling mm. you have companies that have design in processes and you have companies that design in strategy mm. to me this sounds like an exercise in design processes and strategy correct it is yeah. that, that so that's what we basically that's what... your multidisciplinary design exercise correct. going on constantly correct yeah so basically what you're doing is you're you're, you're designing for growth mm. and what kind of growth, growth you want what kind of growth you yeah. want you want profit growth you want turnover growth what kind of growth you want yeah. are you setting up for the future are you looking for cash today not profit you are, are you looking for cash today mm. like for example i'll give you i'll give you I'll, i'll give you the difference between cash and profit right i can give so on average say uh, a company gives one month credit to a trader right so you sell the product you wait for a month and you collect the cash from that trader sure okay that means i have a deficit of one month of cash money has not flown into the company mm-hmm. profit on the books but money has not flown into the company if i choose to i can reduce that to two weeks the credit that i give and i can generate cash hmm. i can take that one month and make it two months i can generate no profit because people will buy for free obviously and i can generate more profit but i i'll reduce my cash position hmm. so 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 budgeting my perspective is it's it's not the budget i get to spend on doing a communication hmm. that's the the most uninvolved version of it right i think when when you're given the kind of tiny budgets that most marketing people are given that's the only thing you can do makes sense that's no that is the limitation of your thinking budgets spread when across you, pnls okay if you don't have control over the whole marketing mix and you're given like a so if you don't have control of the whole marketing mix find me find ways this is tip shot <laughs> <laughs> uh find ways where like you don't have any chasers right right next to you on the on the ground yeah find ways to impact the rest of the mix Because to a company that doesn't believe in spending money on communication, which is the budget that you get for marketing, mm. if it doesn't believe in communication, fine. You don't believe in communication. We agree with you. Not a problem. You are willing to spend money on product, the quality of the product. I will make you spend more money on the product, so that I get a better mix. So even if I put a little bit of But money, but if you don't have control of the product, how do you do that? you need to find it myself 
you need to make it happen. If, 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 if a marketer sits back, see, I all I, I keep on saying this. I, I keep on repeating my 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 boss, Sudhir Sitapati, who's who's probably one of the best marketers. He has just released a new book. I think everyone should read it. Uh, I haven't got it yet. I pre-booked it. But what marketers should we are we 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 design growth hypothesis. Hmm. We 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 make growth hypothesis, hmm. and we make it come alive. We hypothesize that this is where the growth comes from, and we make it come alive. That's what marketers are supposed to do. Having a small budget is no reason for you to go and say, I have a small budget, I can't spend money on it, so I really do. No. If the company's base principle is, I want great products, make the company spend more money on the product. Makes sense. So, uh, that was a really interesting question that uh, my dad asked, dad asked uh, that was related to this. I mean, it actually is a really good example of this decision making skill right so uh, were you there for this today yeah the yeah if so, you if you got a million bucks hmm. million dollars with, yeah so million dollars here's the, with here's, a stipulation here's, here's the here's the story right so you wake up tomorrow everyone you know disappears hmm. right world exists as it does but you do not have the resources that you currently have instead hmm. everything is replaced with one million dollars Everything that you have is replaced with, with one, one no, no structural capability, Nothing no, at all. no friends, no, yeah, no, no, no support structures. Yeah. Okay, fine. You Go have one million dollars and you have to invest your money. Okay. If you put it into a bank, hmm. there will be a $20,000 fine that is imposed per month. If you are not investing your Apart money. Apart from the interest rate return. No, no. None of that. Nothing. You, there is no interest rate. So you it's can't put it into a bag. Literally, you can't. You can't put it into a bag. Yeah, if it's don't. sitting there, 20,000 bucks gets deducted every month. Yeah. How, what are you going to do with it? Because you've got. If I have a million dollars, I can do, I can think of like a hundred thousand things to do with it. Go on. Think if of I one thing. Budget of a million dollars. You have a million dollars. And if you do not spend it, it will disappear. Disappear. I, I will put it into, so I will build it in two ways. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I need to live and I want security. Okay. So I'll put about 50% of it into security based assets. <laughs> no, no, security based assets. Not, it, not, you no, can't. Not, assets, not, assets are also considered sitting and doing nothing. Uh, because I, if you really look at it, uh, assets are just rich people banks. Okay. <laughs> I will I will put it into stable investments such as Com- blue chip companies, companies like Unilever, companies like uh, uh, Nestle, Procter Gamble. How much would you put exactly? Like about fifty percent. And what would you do with the other fifty percent? About. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a financial conservative. Mm-hmm. Okay. About 30%, I will put into a passion project. Mm-hmm. Things that I want to like. I, I like. Right. Let's I, talk I about the passion project. That's pretty much where we are trying to get to over here. Yeah, so this like passion example, project. I, I, I've always wanted to host people. I, I, I love doing that. I, I want to start a hotel. Okay. okay. How uh, much would you invest in this hotel? About 30%. Like, so $300,000. $300,000 I'll put into like buying or setting up a hotel or one or 
So $300,000 is roughly, you'd roughly end up spending about $100,000 for the property itself and a further about $100,000 to build it. build it. So you have $100,000 left over now. What are you going to do with it? Huh? What are you going to do with it? You have $100,000 left for your hotel. How exactly will you be running it? Are you going to be doing it alone? No, no. So you'd hire people. $200,000 is ample to set up. Like for example, in Sri Lanka, it's ample, you know, like ample money to set up. So the, the devil is really in the details in this, right? No, no. So, so <laughs> what do you do with the 100000 No, even, even with the $100,000, mm-hmm. you, you, again, how many rooms that you want? How many acreage that you want? So we've already built it? it. We've already built the hotel now, mm-hmm. right? Now you have to run this hotel, right? It doesn't generate money just sitting there. No, a building just I, does not generate. I, I, I will. So passion project means that my I have natural energy. I will do marketing on it. I will spend money on it. How much would you spend on on the marketing? That would depend on the that number of rooms. Depend, that, that depend. So I I think I think to get to that answer, Dual, you need to really break it down because See, I can't give you a top line. This was the crux of your, your dad's argument, argument right? which is what you need you to need have a business plan a detailed detail. business plan in your that head. is entirely detailed <laughs> that is entirely fucking detailed no but this is this is the but that is what it's supposed to communicate that is the point no yeah so, I mean like you, a lot of a lot right of people listen you, to me you didn't listen to what I want to do with the last 20 yeah, yeah. What, you, what, what are you going to do with the last 20 so, I will invest in a passion project something that I want to do mm-hmm. like for example I, I my, my my dream is to build a 30 room hotel I if you want to know the details I want to build a 30 room hotel in a uh, on a beach in the in, in Sri Lanka have a house right next to it and run the hotel and that's that's my retirement okay. objective that's my passion project mm-hmm. that's my money okay so I have safety on one side if the hotel fucks up Tremendously, still have something to fall back on. I will do about thirty percent on on the passion project. passion project. Yeah. I will take the balance twenty percent, and I will put it into really high risk investments. Mm-hmm. I will I will go and fund young people with stupid ideas and try to make things more Moonshots. Okay. Yeah, moonshot programs. Cool. Yeah. So the next iteration of this question is an investor comes to you with a million dollars. He's giving it to you. Now you are supposed, you understand how investment works. That is pretty much what all this budgeting talk was about. How are you going to be generating money with this million? The, the the variables are endless. <laughs> because like, now now you can't put it into a blue chip company because then the investor can put it into a blue chip company himself. He can just cut if you. If somebody up. is giving me a million dollars, mm-hmm. I can put it into. See, if if a mean investor investor is giving money to me to generate higher return, that higher return inherently is risky. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Return absolutely. is risky. Absolutely, absolutely. Higher absolutely. the return becomes generally becomes risky if I have no other option I have no option of putting into this thing I have no yeah. option of putting into a fashion project I nothing else I just have a million dollars again detail I will go and pick up the best ideas idea after idea after idea after idea after idea and I will but you're then taking the place of the investor right so that is what the investor is doing and he has given you a million how are you going, what do you have as a skill set that can make that million ah. into more than a million? 
you are the business now okay so if you are asking me that question yes. me as an individual sure. i have a million i'm about to give you a million now how are you going to spend it i i can take relatively unformed ideas and make them very structurally sound mm-hmm. that's my skill okay i i because i i am i can see ideas much more so basically this is, this is he's saying <laughs> you give me a million bucks and a bunch of pretty good idea ideas with potential mm-hmm. and i will harness the shit out of the potential <laughs> correct that's okay so that's one idea. idea that's my skill pick one idea and tell me what you will harness I which one it is <laughs> no i i <laughs> what 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 set of ideas do you get from me <laughs> yeah, how many are okay there? okay let's <laughs> throw him an idea and we'll see we'll see how he's um, going to make some money out of this one oh this is yeah, really yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is really improper if you tell me what an idea if you tell me the idea i'll tell you whether it's in like very at the top line i'll tell you whether it's workable or not and whether it's structurally okay possible. so this is something that this it's just, i i like i said i read this paper like 2 days ago and i've been like cradling this idea for about 2 days so mm. not much thought mm. but i want to introduce design based strategy to the top level of companies okay that is that is what i want to sell as if a if i have a million dollars whether whether i can make that happen yeah very easy how would I'll you do the it? best i i'll hire the best strategist in the world how much would you budget for that how would you budget that yeah the entire fucking million bucks you're going to give a million to another guy i'll i'll hire three people mm-hmm. okay i'll give them a average salary of about what 10000 dollars a month 120000 dollars a year right so 360 dollars yeah. a year basically okay i will get them so Three what? <laughs> yeah, because there's three of them. Right. Yes, exactly. And I'll get them to uh, pick up thoughts and structure, 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 structure. So I will, I will go into structuring existing ideas. Mm-hmm. I will take the balance, six hundred and forty thousand dollars, and I will tell them, okay, fine. i have so say i i have an idea out of you that idea i will fund say a 100000 dollar idea i i will i will fund your basic startup so i'll start up start up start up so i'll i'll do about four four, four again you're going into the business of turning into the investor no but that, so right no 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 the difference is this mm-hmm. where it is value addition would be me okay and what is the I value that you are adding over there my is- value addition is because i am working with this guy mm-hmm. the, the 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 three people that i am like say i i get like brilliant not brilliant i, I get relatively good con- like thinkers structurally sound thinkers i can move them to structure your idea and fund it at the same time see the problem about most of these young people starting which is which is what i've been always telling you guys right the problem with you is all of you young people is it's not that you don't have the ideas you have fantastic ideas you have the capability to do it as well you have the skill set to do it as well you don't have the the inherent structure to perform it 
because you don't understand pnls as in, in detail no definitely not yeah, <laughs> yeah he I probably mean, does no in detail in in, in depth he probably you don't does. understand taxation in depth you don't understand uh, 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 which what we are talking about you don't understand which element of the mix that you need to spend money on no we never That's i don't think till today we thought of a mix as something that envelopes a pnl not particularly no no it's a it's a different element you don't the... think of it like that no we don't so imagine somebody who has capability to think of it in that man hmm. that comes and tells you what you do you do you do well i will structure your business in a way that makes sense to you okay yeah i will not take anything from you i will not take your vigor from you i will not take your passion from you but i will put guardrails and guide guide rails guardrails and guide rails so that you can go in on your path i will get the right accountant i will get the right r&d person i will get the right hr person to give you the right input hmm. that structure i will build structure for you hmm. that's value addition that's pure value addition hmm. that's the problem with the world where you guys and i differ is i was built in the structure right but i can see the potential am i am i deeply because my like you say personality like mine it doesn't let me i, I told you i'm a financial conservative hmm. yeah it doesn't make me move to do high risk things right because frankly i don't need to yeah i live a fairly comfortable life and i that's all i want i want to live a fairly comfortable life do i am i ambitious yes but i still want to live a fairly comfortable life sure yeah. so that's the thing i can create so value addition comes in structure so the issue with the entire yeah we are going pitch. far away from budgeting by the way uh, no this is still very mm-hmm. much budgeting right the issue with that entire thing is you have not clearly explained to the investor which is me right now how much i'm getting back for my million for my idea that's detail i i can't tell you that i can't tell you that without knowing what the project is i can't tell you what that without knowing what the structure is i don't i can't tell you who are very important who i am working with how long it takes to return mm-hmm, mm-hmm. those are details man those are see do we nothing of uh, do we you, have you must understand figures? let's no, talk about no, no, no. okay I mean, let's... I'll, I'll tell i'll tell you I'll, this is this is one thing that you must always remember there's a lot of energy in creating ideas mm-hmm. three of us are one of those we we, we have there's a great energy in creating ideas and what you fans said it's the the execution there's beauty in the execution there is beauty in the execution the execution is all about detail mm-hmm. when i say god is in the detail literally everything is in the detail if you if you Pretty must much. <laughs> you must exactly. go down to the detail it's it's about the detail it's about it's about which element of the pnl are you going to push are you going to are you going to bolster the hr or what you call the people element of the business are, are you going to spend lot more money on the people 
and less money on, because less money on advertising per se mm mm-hmm. yeah okay so you you must choose which element that overarching structural capability most people lose especially young people tend to lose because you are entrepreneurs you 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 do it we are very high risk we are geared for geared high. geared for high risk because there's not there's nothing to fall there's no fall in this entire exercise i'm not even sure if it's that right because from from my perspective at least of after doing the the nitty-gritty of the nishes when you're when you're stuck doing something like a brochure mm-hmm. then rising back up to the point of thinking from a strategic level saying okay but where is this going it's mm-hmm. it's very hard to make that transition like imagine you're, you're you that, that it's very hard man. yeah it, it's it, you, that's the thing it's very hard for a like in, like you think that it's very hard for you to do it in uh, as as a as a startup business or a it's very it's hard, hard for anyone anyone yeah. even in a corporate system you are so bogged down by operations and to think strategically is difficult Mm-hmm. and if anyone thinks that you can do both you are they are liars this, this is but yeah. you must you must you must make the effort and move it you must get there this is what i like remember about 2 or 3 weeks ago mm-hmm. um you said you want to have all the meetings in the morning period and then knock it off and then come back home for work yeah and i said yeah but when you do meetings in the morning you get into the meeting mentality and then you don't like the work Switch mentality up. is different from the meeting mentality right those are those are very specific behavioral things don't uh, yeah, bogged down by those yeah i guess it's it's difficult to uh, blanket people it like you should yeah. not not get bogged down with things like that what do you mean don't don't get bogged down with structures of that nature right. i'm not talking about structures of that nature i'm talking about structures at a higher like slightly higher level okay we are saying um it's not necessarily about the meeting it's the kind of meeting that you want to spend time with mm. time time on like the kind of projects that you pick that level you need to have because my fundamental problem there is when when you're in production mode at least for us because it's production mode and then there's client client servicing mode right mm. if you're in production mode you you don't have time to negotiate you shouldn't be negotiating with design if you are in production mode you shouldn't be so what no, you should not you should negotiate with one is right? execution one is operation exactly you you need technically to you should that that's thoughtfulness that's thought yeah so what, once you have thought effort, things through once it's done execute exactly but whatever effort that you need to put into production you need to put that effort yeah or you get a crap production and yeah. then your value goes down yeah but when you're in in meetings then you're constantly negotiating trying to figure out okay what is the value that i'm trying to create for you and what are you doing for me where is the win win situation between the interaction between the two of us yeah yeah it's a different mindset correct it will always be different mindset yes it, it will permanently be it will never go away yeah. because you can't think operationally in a strategic thought process yes, because yes. operational is today yeah strategic is long term mm. choices that you are making 
in directions that you that will have long term ramifications yeah, yeah, have long term ramifications so don't you can't struggling between that extreme and this extreme is is a state a, you have to get used to it's a necessity mm. it's it's an absolute necessity you have to do it there's no there's no out of if you if you are a if you are a worker then if you choose to be a worker you have a great tradesman or a you are you are a you are a brilliant coder or whatever you don't have to do, be bothered do what is been told to you well the brief is given to you you execute the brief execute the brief perfect yeah if that is a life that you're choosing there's no harm yeah, in that sense there's no harm in that because you, what you realize is once you if you are really brilliant at it you set your own vision for that execution the execute what you need to understand is there is vision overarching and in the execution there is vision as well mm. great executions and, have vision yeah 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 so there are if you are that if you are a, say for example you are a great coder you can code extremely well somebody gives you a brief and you push that to a next level that's perfectly fine mm. that's your skill mm. that's fine if you are a general manager who's struggling between the two struggle between the two learn the skills on both ends there's no harm mm. you don't have to be a specialist in one thing mm. you can be a specialist in one thing and be a generalist in many other things as well so sure. basically the t structure of skill building yeah right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we are coming close to an hour, I think now. Yeah. So, so no, so uh, that's that is a massive segue. So yeah. we need to get back to budgeting. <laughs> uh, but this this was an exercise in budgeting time, right? Yeah. Because there there is a lag between changing between these mindsets. At least for me, there is a lag. Hmm. Like I would prefer if I could take half an hour off, and change my mindset, and then start working here. But if okay. I go if I go straight from doing sales to move like get I finish my sales meeting I get into a try show and then I start working on the way to the next meeting my mind is all over the place yeah I okay. never have good designs then yeah because I'm always trying to say what what's the least I can do to give an output here yeah. so <laughs> that's a very specific thing you yeah. you need to work around that sure don't get don't think of it as a limitation mm. because if it's the, not a limitation what is it it's a, it's a skill if you can design something between half an hour between on a trisha ride from one place to the other uh, it's not a limitation it's a skill mm. you with the glass is full it's not <laughs> empty okay <laughs> you have to look at it from that perspective sure. uh but just look at it from the text but when it comes to fundamental budget again <laughs> I'm, i'm i'm pulling this back in the conversation i think we had like a massive segue mm. i understand why i had that we we had that segue but what you need to understand about budgeting budgeting is not about how much money i get to spend mm. budgeting is about understanding your How profit. can I maximize Mas- the return on this? Yes, correct. Maximize the return across my P and L. Yeah. 
not just top line not just bottom line yeah. across yeah. the board uh, top line bottom line and time hmm. it's 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 multiple variables yeah it is slightly complex and the best way to do it is to do it it's it's literally to do it there's no you you need to develop the skill to do it mm. yeah uh so practice it on an ongoing basis so uh i'm going to come back to this last thing so there's a top view of budgeting this is top down method which is what we spoke about mm-hmm. strategic in- budgeting is not budget budgeting it's strategic investment it is what you will invest which brand you will invest in or alternatively what part of the mix yeah so it's what brand you invest in in your portfolio or alternatively it's what part of the mix you will invest in mm-hmm. for that brand for yeah. that brand whatever that that is the top down view about it i mean most companies like the even in our part of it even in our demographic only have a single brand in their portfolio yeah. right? so the it's bottom up part of it is critically important as well where you need really conscientious people to do the detail of it hmm. you need to account for every cent that is being spent you have to account for every cent cent that is spent we we talked about this top view very broadly but no budget works on percentages budgets work in absolute rupees spent yeah hmm. i can't say i want to spend 10% on media no i am going to spend 1.25 million rupees on media that's a good budget that's a good brand manager that's a good business manager hmm. percentages don't work when it comes to real life execution execute with detail that's bottom up budgeting which is the which is arduous for us some people find it very interesting and like i have brand managers who are who know every cent of everything that is ever been spent on every brand that they operate in every detail like when i say every detail they know every fucking detail that too is a skill mm-hmm. not everyone can do it but yeah. that too is a skill no, i mean absolutely i mean this sounds like something that i'm interested in <laughs> <laughs> tracking you every single to... tiny little yeah. Yeah. movement yeah good business people if you if you ever talk to a good business people he will they will never let go of 100 rupees mm. without thinking about it never that too is a skill mm. you and if your personality is to talk about the top down version of it understand is one fundamental thing that is cock and bull if you don't understand the granularity of your mm. money that is being spent where it is being spent not in percentage terms but in absolute rupee terms or dollar terms in specific so and we think that is not so it's 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 arduous it's it's the things that accountants do 
No, that's what good business managers do. Good business managers know exactly what is being spent exactly where. It's hard for some people, it's not hard for some people, but if you have that skill, if you are very specific about the money that is being spent, you have a very specific skill. Nurture it because there is a lot of value in it. Tremendous value in it. So it's not only it's, it's yeah, I, I kind of understand that from a like a big five situation, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a very big five situation. Yeah, because it big five have to be strange. industrious and orderly to execute that. Very highly conscientious. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. And most of the time, if you're a conscientious person, either you are industrious or you're orderly. Mm. But you need to have a combination of the two to be able to execute this. You have to be industrious. So, you different people pull in different directions, right? Mm. There, there's yeah. Orderliness is a must. The orderliness is an absolute must. If you're building a business, words of wisdom. If you are building a business, always have either highly conscious conscientious accountant or highly conscientious individuals around you otherwise don't start the business hmm. who can account for every cent that is being spent right in detail in fact so critical because we will have People like us, people like the three of us, we'll have visions. Here's 10,000 yeah. <laughs> We will have visions. Yeah. But, very importantly, even if you're like that, build the skill to be able to do that. Yeah. To go down to the detail, go down to the Excel sheet and pick out. I am spending this $100 or 100 rupees on this on specific things. Yeah. That yeah. is very, very, very critical. Without that, nothing works. Without that part of it, we talk about 50% of the problem. Without that, then we spoke very little about the, the balance part of it because it's not sexy. <laughs> it is not necessarily yeah, sexy. Yeah. But without that, no marketing exercise works. Yeah. Balance sheets have reoccurred. It's uh, it's garbage in, garbage out, right? So the mm. previous the previous section relies on good data to make decisions. You wouldn't know whether something is going to give you more returns if you don't have experience. So no, like for example, data and whatever. Yeah, you okay. don't have the data. You just don't have the data. If you have the wrong data, it's even worse. Yeah. yeah. So I, if there's no one to collect the data meticulously, if there aren't people who are doing it, it's, I mean, it's a I, it just, like this makes sense to me from a, from an insight gathering perspective. Mm -hmm. Just like we we interview clients, uh, customers to understand what what insights to generate ideas from. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the the proper financial insights to generate what the as is state is mm -hmm. then your desired state is always going to be in flux pretty much in flux it's it's not going to have a no. great ground to stand on permanently in flux yeah don't have your financial in flux yeah never worst thing to, for a business to be in okay yep good episode cool. yeah. yeah i think that was <laughs>
very long Aye. very boring you, we we got punched you we punched you in the liver in the first episode uh <laughs> if you ever so, been punched in the liver you that's not pleasant yeah so i, I think we have uh, different lighting and all that shit yeah we we up the production quality we have uh, this is not a paid advertisement <laughs> cheap bastard charithin bala <laughs> <laughs> he's a fantastic food photographer yeah. and he is he's a fantastic food his, photographer he's a fantastic portrait photographer he's landed us his fantastic equipment yeah, to yeah. do some fantastic things what else do you do like give a, like let people give hear a shout your voice. out man get me on episode 3 you hear first ah that sounds good sounds good sounds good go. we'll do that all okay. right yeah thanks guys and uh, we will see you next week with Irfan if possible yeah we'll see if Irfan's around yeah. we're also trying to get uh, I, i don't know if i can say this out loud but who cares i'm trying to get shiran fernando okay. uh chief economist of chamber of commerce yes so this is going to be a good season with better production quality and better. far more interesting people to talk about uh. <laughs> other than the three of us like all our all our guests last last season were great <laughs> where kind of boring <laughs> <laughs> we, we we will get there no worry yeah yeah cheers good night good See night ah <laughs> oh, nice good that is good yeah yeah and no now we know like yeah and i know yeah no we're fucked <laughs> no that's